What on earth is that? It's a Journey in the Comics Network production! What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcastrophy. I don't even remember what episode it is. Just call it episode one. It's, it's something. Is it a reboot? Is it? I don't know. But uh, it's been a while. I think the last episode I did was May, and that was a solo cast, and it was very depressing, and I'm sorry for that. And oh, uh, God. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, we're down here at the North End Pub, just, you know, chillaxing. And uh, I have, like... Good old pal Tyler here. I'm your dad. <laughs> and you will refer that's, to me as it. such. That's it. I'm your dad. <laughs> I thought you were gonna stop there. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're down here. Uh we're just hanging out. You're eating a pretzel. And oh. some mozzarella sticks. And some mo- I didn't see those. I oh yeah, they're over pretzel. there, bub. And we're drinking some beers. We got some good beers. I got the heretic. Tangerine Tornado. I just have Natural Light and Natter Day Pineapple Lemonade. I like how you always, every time I've ever, like, heard you reference, like, Natter Days or, like, Natty Light, you only say Natural Light. I am reading. You say I'm like a lizard wearing a skin suit would say in front of human beings (laughs) to make them believe (laughs) that they're right. right. Did I say it right? Yeah. Okay, normally I just call it Natterday, but for the audience, I was just reading the can. I've also heard you call these Natty Daddies. No, because there is a Natty Daddy. Oh, what is that? You've never had the Natty Daddy? No, what is that? Oh, they're delicious. It's literally... Okay, so there's Natty Daddy Lemonade, and it's 8%, 25-ounce can. Oh, good lordy. And it tastes exactly like lemonade. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's dangerous. I'm with it. It's a big ass can, and it's just lemonade that gets you drunk. <laughs> I feel lost a little bit, little bit of my mozzarella stick there. I feel like if you just jump in the imagination copter with me here, we're off the landing pad here, up into the imagination sky. We're like uh, business suit wearing guys. At like an advertising firm, think like Mad Men, right? And where our morning board meeting, people are getting fired, people are getting hired, people are dying. That Jerry from accounting, he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Just right there on the ground. Meeting's not stopped. It's chaos in this place. And then uh, Bob from logistics it's like you know what the company is gonna go under i don't i don't know how i know that because i work in logistics but the company's gonna go under unless we have a prize-winning idea today and you and i are sitting at the very end of the table like at the little kids section yeah of course and we like raise our hands where we belong where we belong and we raise our hands we've got suits on yeah but they're like but no one takes us seriously no one takes us seriously um, we actually share the same chair. So we cut the arms off of two different office chairs and we like cut holes in them with uh, plastic forks 
So it took a really long time. It was stressful. And then we tied them together with a combination of uh, uh, paper clips and uh, a white milky substance that shall not remain <laughs> named. Okay. Um, so it created like a love seat of a chair. And just picture us rolling around together <laughs> everywhere we go. We don't walk on two legs. We fly on four <laughs> and some wheels. So, so what's our what's our so idea? Anyway, what's our idea? What's our uh, pitch? Bob from Logistics slams his fist down. We have to have an idea today, or the company's going to go under. We raise our hands together in unison. Obviously, it's choreographed, uh, <laughs> and and take, let's let's rewind too. This is back in like 1950, right? Okay. Okay. And then just in unison, like a Japanese game show, we just yell out, "Let's put booze." In some lemonade and put it in a can. <laughs> Boom. Mike's Hard Lemonade was uh, created. It was a part of a hostile takeover, and you know, the rest is history. In 1950. 1950. <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade was born. <laughs> Don't fact check that, please. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Don't don't listen to the last five minutes of what I said. That's how long we've been talking. It's five minutes. <laughs> And we're off to the races. Mm-hmm. How you been, Tyler? Ma'am, I've been good. Because um, this isn't just like an episode of the show where we're sitting here chatting. This is like us actually catching up, too, because we haven't hung out in a minute. Yeah. Work's been work like normal. The nice thing is I haven't had to work nearly as much overtime this year, which has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I'm actually taking some time off during the week, every week, pretty much, which is really nice, too. Mm-hmm. Getting to see the kids a lot during the daytime. That's good. Help Skylar a little bit. Um, I just moved my sister back from Bloomington. She finished her, her uh, bachelor's degree, so she's graduated and good. She's going to hang out here for a little bit and then move to Indianapolis, we think. But... Um, her and I have been talking about it a lot about how like she'll introduce or talk reference me to her friends and it's like, oh, who's that in this picture? Well, that's my brother. Yeah. And he's had like the best glow up of uh, 2021 because I went from being like an insufferable, hateful person all the time. And now I'm just like... <laughs> Surfer dad, I literally walked into the bar we're at right now wearing sunglasses with straps on them so they can't lose them. And I have a mullet now. Yeah. So let's not, we're not going to gloss over that. You're rocking the mullet. I have. You're not wearing glasses, I noticed. You're you're rocking the contacts. No, I just, I didn't want to bring my glasses case in here. So I'm just going gotcha. in blind style right now. Nice, nice. But, uh, I. But you still know where the food is. Oh, yeah. You can uh, see, I'm you like can... an anteater. I just know. Um, but I got my hair cut yesterday. The, the, um, woman who cuts my hair, she hasn't seen me since before the pandemic. Yeah. We're basically the same age and we've been friends for a long time. So it's nice to have like, you know how awkward it is sometimes. Like when you get your hair cut, it's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like conversations with your doctor you know, which are also equally awkward most of the time, too. Uh, or like, um, 
people you went to high school with that you run into at the grocery store, you know, those are all kind of the same comfort level of conversations. But her and I are real cool. And it's nice because uh, she had her first child two weeks before Juno was born. So now we've got two kids that are basically the same age, too. Yeah. And it's cool. Um, but I sat down and she's like, man, it's been so long since I've seen you. Do you want me to do normally what I do? And I said, no, um, it's mullet time, baby. And I, w- <laughs> and I winked into the mirror. Okay. So just picture this. The entire salon is busy. Everyone is working. Everyone has a customer. Everyone's having like boisterous conversations. Because yeah. every It was like almost two o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. The sun was shining. It had the windows open. It was like really nice. It's just like, um, you know, think about how relaxed you would be to do your job if you were in that kind of a setting, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, you can hear the birds chirping and it's not obnoxiously hot. But anyway, so everyone in the, the salon is like in a good mood and then and being loud. And Julia said, how do you want your haircut today? And I said, it's mullet time, baby, and winked into the mirror. The entire place, like, it was the absence of sound. <laughs> I started to lose my mind. That's called silence. It's silence. <laughs> um, and then everybody laughed together. And then Julie's like, no, how do you really want your hair cut? And I said, no, it's mullet time, baby. This is serious. And, you know, being the good sport that she is, she said, well, what kind of a mullet do you want? Do you want, like... Um, like, are we going like riffraff mullet or what? And I was like, nope, I want Big Trouble, Little China, Kurt Russell mullet. And <laughs> God damn it, she delivered. Look at this she thing. absolutely did. Just look at this thing. Oh, hell yeah. It's glorious. That is amazing. So, and it's really, <laughs> I'm not trying to steal the, the, the conversation here, but it's really funny too, because Skylar and I were talking about it. And it's like, you know, in my early teens, you know, like 10, preteen into teenager and like high school, it's like, man, look at all these hillbillies with mullets. Yeah. Look at how dumb that looks. The mullet has made a comeback this last it year. It has made one of the strongest comebacks. Yeah. yeah. And I've realized it's everything I've ever wanted in a haircut. It's hot, got, it's hot boy summer. I got a little bit of flow coming out of the back, which is nice. Yeah. Short on the sides and the top, so I don't get hot. Yeah. You know, because daddy's thick. Yeah. And, um... What's, you know. what's his name from like uh, Saved by the Bell or whatever? Like Slater or some shit? Yeah. 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 So fucking cool. Okay, well, now I'm horny. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, dude, I'm doing good. I've got my medication right. Yeah. I'm yeah. not working as much overtime. I'm getting to do the stuff I want to do. All's good for me, man. That's good, man. That's really good. How are you doing? I am great. Uh, Kids start school tomorrow. Uh, That's exciting. Miranda starts school in a couple weeks. She's uh, beginning her journey to become a nurse. Yeah. So that's exciting. That's cool. And and, uh, nerve-wracking at the same time because, you know, that means I'm going to have to step up a little bit and, you know, handle shit around the house a little better. Like actually do something. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy when that happens. Yeah. No, that's completely fine, and I am am 100% behind her and— everything she does so yeah it's exciting it's exciting it's exciting to know that here in a few years assuming that she gets through it which i have faith she will you know Mm -hmm. she's got a great support system like myself (laughs) pardon me while i talk about myself (laughs) 
yeah so uh other than that yeah work's been you know subaru it's it, it's been a little slower are you working tomorrow i am not working tomorrow it's good hang because out. uh hang out at home well i'm I, well by not working tomorrow i am working four hours because i was supposed i was i'm getting overtime this weekend and i didn't want any of that overtime to be makeup time you know mm-hmm. so uh yeah but yeah, they uh, they canceled production for us tomorrow, just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like that's going to be a trend. It's already been a trend for a lot of this year, but I think it's going to continue being a trend moving forward. You working less means that I work more. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. We just both work the same. If I can be in there, I will be. Because I got to make money, man. I got to make money. Especially with Miranda going to school, she's gonna have to be cutting her hours a little bit, you know. Yeah. I'm still, uh, I'm still in the process of uh, getting the bankruptcy to go through. Um, I had the money to pay my lawyer, <laughs> and then checks got short, so I had to dip in, and now I'm waiting to pay still. So I can't file until I pay the lawyer. Mm-hmm. That is what it is, you know. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, it's crazy to think like. Because, well, I mean, I could have paid her right off the bat, but then I wouldn't have had that money when I needed it. So, it, yeah. Uh, other than that, not much is going on. I'm just uh, just living the life, uh, get home, go back to the, go to the gym. You look like a thin farva right now. Thank you. Yeah, I'm rocking the mustache right now. I, I'm in this... Uh, what happened to the I'm never shaving my pain again? I ain't never said never. I never said never again. Well, I did the Lemmy back in early July, and then I did that. What for brought a that while. about? Well, I just whenever I start shaving it off, I what I I like to, I like to call it Benjamin buttoning my beard. Mm, I just gotcha. I just you know shave a little bit off throughout the month, and eventually I'm clean shaven and I start over again. Hmm, I see. So I'm very close to starting over again. I have just been really lazy and not shaving mine, and I trimmed it today. Nice. It looks good. Tried some new techniques myself. Yeah. Got her dialed in, I think. Yeah. Probably shave it off tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, this is is going tonight. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I I had a full handlebar mustache last week. With the mustache that you currently have, you almost have a personality. Oh. (laughs) I'm just kidding, of course, but. That's the nicest thing you've ever said on this podcast. You know, I used to say, (laughs) I'm kidding, or with with the mustache, you almost have a personality. No, yeah, I'm kidding. And it's not that, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. You're like, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Your tone was so nice. (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm not. I'm not, like, mean to people anymore. Yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. Does it make you uncomfortable? It it's, does at times. But, hey. Dude, it's nice. Don't get mad. I mean, yeah. I do occasionally, like, you know, roid out, obviously, but. Yeah. Man, it's really nice to just, just relax. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like, um. There was such, in, to me, there was such a stigma for so long, and I don't necessarily know why, but of, like, you know, you should 
typical boomer mentality, like pick yourself up by your bootstraps yeah. and, you know, get your mental health in, in check by yourself. And, yeah. You, you know, know, you don't need none of that stinking deep, dig deep. You know, you just got to try. You just got to be happy, yeah. man. Just be positive. Be positive. Be happy. You know, just be happy. Just appreciate what you have. Put all that negativity behind you. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I heard that shit for so long and, um, you know, mentally, I was in such just not a good, you know, I wasn't in a bad place, but I just, right. it was like the definition of not good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've had mutual friends that have passed because of issues like that. And then, <clears throat> pardon me, I've had, you know, um, people that, that I've known that have, decided to make that choice, uh, here in the last couple of years. And then, you know, um, I'll be 30 this year. You all, you, you know, will. I'm, I'm right, yeah. right behind you. So, um, and I think when we met, I thought you were older than yeah. me. Like Blaine, by, Blaine by was several like, years. God, look at this like 50 year old man. And it's like, now, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm younger than you. I, re- I remember, I remember like seeing you come up on the deck and I've said this on the show before, but I remember seeing you and being like, what is this? Like some 38 year old loser just left his old job of like 15 years and starting over. Bam. And now I'm your top. <laughs> <laughs> look at how far we've top come. What my top eight on look MySpace? At, look at how far we've come. <laughs> yes. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, the, the, Stigma is the best best way to say it because you know the the negative propaganda just made you like it it dig it it uh, like worms its way into people and then it doesn't let them think any other way. Mm-hmm. And man, last year with the pandemic, I've talked. You know, we were doing the supercast and everything. The pandemic was great for me. You know, I've never been exposed to COVID or had COVID up until this point. Um, Same, as far as I know. You know. Yeah, and and uh, you know, maybe I did get exposed, and maybe I got it. Maybe I was totally asymptomatic, and yeah, and you know, like the I I was going through something uh, late 2019, mm-hmm. right, uh, which a lot of us were for sure. You know, like and and a lot of the symptoms fit the description. You know. Yep. And uh, I've had, I've I, Miranda. She told me she's like, I'm pretty sure you had it last year. This was last year. She told me that. But right. Like I'm pretty sure that's what you had last year. I'm like, no, because. You know, it wasn't a thing at that time, at least not over here. Which, that's our most educated knowledge. Yeah, Maybe right. it was. Maybe it came over a lot sooner, and, you know, nobody knows. I don't know, but I, I think it's just, for me, it's just allergies. Right. Like, I, like, I was having a lot of trouble breathing at mm-hmm. not, when laying down. Yeah. But I think that was just allergies and stuff. And cause it, since I've not been wearing a mask, that's been coming back. And uh, so I, th- I think it's just allergies. Yeah. But man, I, I'm telling you, I, last year, um, I did, a, I did a lot of stuff in 2019 to 2020 that totally reinvented my life in a multitude of ways. Uh, I quit chewing tobacco after mm-hmm. 14 years. Yeah. Still tobacco free. You know, occasionally I'll be like, uh, you quit doing this show. Well, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> I'm too. Kidding. I'm kidding. But you know, every now and then it's like, Hey man, let me hit your vape. Cause I like the way it tastes or, you know, that smells too good. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, you know, I used to smoke when I would drink. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like a social aspect. 
you know, I caught my dad smoking one time. Yeah. Or no, I didn't even catch him smoking. Um, somebody, somebody dropped it in front of me that he's like, don't give me shit for smoking. You smoke too. And, 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 uh, they're like, Oh wait, Blaine didn't know that. I'm like, no, I didn't. And he's like, Oh yeah, he knows. I'm like, no, I didn't. He's no, like, I don't. I'm like, no, I, I didn't dad. He's like, well, cause I, I did know he used to smoke. Right. And, uh, he's, he's like, well, I only smoke when I drink. I was like, dad, I see you drink all the time and I've never seen you smoke. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, I, I, I gave that up. Um, I decided to get some uh, medical help as far as medication. Yeah. And, man, I have had, like, the, uh, what's the, like, um, like fucking A&E true life success stories. Yeah. Like, I think I'm one of, like, the only person in existence that the first medication I tried was the right one, and the only thing that I had to alter was the dose, and I've had zero side of, or I've had very minimal side effects that now have totally gone away. So I have a totally uh, side effect free medication that makes me fucking feel great all the time. It's like, man, I, I could not have got more lucky. Um, we grew closer as a family. Yeah. Um, you know, with, we did holidays solo last year, which was great. And it was a really good opportunity because, you know, a lot of those family traditions that everybody has, it's like, I'm, I'm a parent. I'm an adult. I'm a responsible adult. We have the luxury. And, and I say that in a way that doesn't absolve, you know, our parents and their parents generations of, you know, their responsibilities. Yeah. But I think that we have a luxury to actually be educated enough on such a broad range of subjects that we can step back now as parents and say, you know what, maybe it's not the right thing to do to take my little kids. And when it's fucking, you know, eight degrees outside, drag them from house to house to house to house and load my vehicle up with a bunch of junk that my family always had their money on, you know, just because there's this societal expectation, you got to buy people a bunch of Christmas gifts and you got to be shoved up each other's ass all the time just because your family. And man, I tell you what, Thanksgiving, we did solo 100% 100% solo, yeah. and it was fucking fantastic. It was, other than when we did it in Gatlinburg a couple years ago, it was, I think, the first legitimate Thanksgiving that I've ever enjoyed in my life. And then that trend continued when we did Christmas. We allowed family to come over and stuff, but we told everybody going into it that, hey, when it comes time for the holidays, if you guys want to spend the holidays with us, that's fantastic, and we love that, and and we want that to happen. But with the pandemic, there's going to be some some stipulations, and, you know, you either agree to those stipulations, otherwise we're not going to be, yeah, you know, yeah. mouth-to-mouth with each other because it's— it's not just you that I'm thinking about. It's everybody else. And, you know, my family and my wife's family both, I think, did a really good job of being respectful of that. That's good. And really kind of taking on that mentality that, you know, maybe I don't need to run to the gas station at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. and, and get a mega chug just because I don't want to walk to the refrigerator and get a 12-ounce can of Coke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like... It, it, I'll I'll say it for the rest of my life until I, you know, something 
teaches me otherwise, but I think that the, as awful as the pandemic was and continues to be, it has it has allowed or it has given us a lot of opportunities that we necessarily didn't have before. Yeah. Um, you know, I last year because of being in quarantine and everything else, Skylar and I hung out way more and we got way more close. And then, you know, me getting um or being successful with medication made her do the same. Or it gave her, it gave her not necessarily an incentive, but it, it it gave her like a reassurance that, hey, I can go take some medication and it not make me sick all the time, not make me crazy. You know, because a lot of these pharmaceuticals have so much, so many side effects that it's almost better to just deal with the symptoms that you have. Yeah. You know, it's it's so we got to do a lot of stuff last year and then we carried that like um extreme positivity right into 2021 um that's good you know our second little girl was born mm-hmm. last year you know the cursed year but you know she's she's been super healthy and happy and she's totally different than ruby in every way and that makes it even that much more special that is that is really cool you know and um, you get to experience it too with Nazira and Maverick because they are not the same. No, they're not. They are to an extent, but for they're sure. up each other's ass. Right. <laughs> they're, they're, but, they're, they're, but so close they're so age. close in age. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're we're still uh, in the process of uh, trying for one ourselves. Oh, really? Uh, it's it's gonna take some some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she we have to get her tubal reversed. But, right. Uh, yeah, we're given my bankruptcy and. Actually, not. I haven't been paying any of my debt since March, so I've been able to like save money. I haven't been able to save money, but I've been right. able to. You've been able to spend money that you didn't necessarily have before. Yes, uh, I'm not. I'm not spending. I'm not paying a thousand dollars a month for debt. Yeah, that's and that's that. So uh, the goal is next year. I'm gonna put all my money into my Benny card that I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're just we're we are gonna ask some family. Hey, if you want to help, you right. can. Uh, we're not expecting it, but if you want to, feel free. Uh, and then we're just we're gonna get the ball rolling. You know, uh, I'm gonna get like uh, you know, check to see if my if I'm not shooting blanks or nothing first. But that way we don't waste money. You know. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Good idea. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> And then the plan after that, if, if we do have a child, is I'm going to get snipped myself. And Well, I hope your uh, process is better than mine. Because <laughs> you you told me your process, and uh, wow. Uh, not not good. Um, abort mission, not good. Um, that's it, it blows my mind, because you said that uh, they did use uh, anesthetic. They did use pain pain mm-hmm. relief. Yeah, but. so so they do they do two steps basically. They do a local anesthetic on the exterior of the bag uh just to numb so they can make the incision and then they do uh anesthesia um internally and um I mean, both of them were not given adequate time to work. If yeah. they if they were even used, you know, cuz I was laying at my on my back staring at the ceiling, uh but uh I felt every bit of it and it was excruciating. And I yelled a lot, and I used foul language. <laughs> as, as you probably would. As yeah, as as well. Even in your current happy state. Yeah, dude. Uh, it was not. It was not good. Um, but but anyway, back to the the soapbox. I guess you know last last year, and then uh, the the very very beginning of this year uh, has been like 
I, I almost feel like I took a bunch of like weird mushroom tea and I've been on like a walkabout this whole time since I, you know, got the medication and all that. Just mm-hmm. because Chloe, my sister and I were talking about it yesterday. Take take something that, and it could be anything in your life, but take something that's a constant, yeah. right? So for me, one of the biggest things was a pressure at the base of my skull. Um, you know, v- the very, very tippy top of your neck as far as you can go, if you want to try and imagine what I'm, what I'm talking about. Now, put your hands in like a C shape and, and touch each side of your neck. And then imagine that you're squeezing it as hard as you can. And then imagine all of a sudden you can squeeze a hundred times harder than you normally can. That's what my neck felt like all day, every day, just in that one spot. Yeah. And, and I've been to doctors and neurologists and, you know, at, at a certain point uh, in that journey, I was referred to a um, pain management doctor. And that's essentially just like, hey, we don't necessarily, and I, and I, this is not necessarily fair either, but it's almost, what a, uh, a lot of what I've read is it's like, we don't necessarily treat you like we believe that you have this illness or this pain. So now we're going to like try and make you like deal with it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, I, and obviously I'm, I'm butchering that and that's not, but that's how a lot of people feel. And that was the impression that I was given. So immediately it's like, okay, I got to do something. And then it just by happenstance, I started the medication and then that pain went away. So imagine like I felt that all day, every day. I felt it from the time I was awake to the time I was asleep and it never went away. I had no idea about that pain. Oh, I, yeah. I knew about the, the pain in your wrist, but. Oh yeah. The wrist and the hands, that's gotten a lot better too. But so talking with my doctor and doing some research on my own, um, what I've been able to come up with is basically my body was so like, you know, fucking pissed all the time that I was always in flight or fight mode. Yeah. And that's why I was so aggressive a lot of times um, that it just made like all the major support muscles so like the the major thoracic muscles that support your thought, your spine those were also a big problem area for me and now those muscles are totally relaxed and it's making other muscles do what they're supposed to yeah which is a good and a bad thing too cuz now I'm having some other back issues but it's like I know that I can feel okay yeah you know mentally physically so Dude, I'm, it's, it's like blow up. I just feel good all the time. You're in a good place. Yeah. And I can tell. Thank you. I can tell. I've been able to tell for a while. I mean, we have, we have hung out Mm -hmm. here and there. Just with, with work. And then, you know, I'm, I'm still not done totally with school. I got this basically fall, spring, fall, spring, and then I'm done, which will be really nice. Um, I'm liking where I'm working. Obviously, you know, I work out at the car plant still kind of yeah, uh, in, in the capacity that I do. And it's nice, too, because I've had an issue with, like, um, 
people that are bystand, basically, I, I always called it collateral damage. So I'm somewhere doing something, I'm in a bad mood, and then somebody who has no idea about any of that, they have no involvement, they just happen to be in that range and yeah. <laughs> interact with me. And then, mm-hmm. well, now you're my number one target because you're the one that's in range. And now I'm going to be a prick to you. And I don't do any of that stuff anymore. So that's, you know, that's an immediate stress relief of a bunch of stuff because it's like, you know, the moment somebody comes talk to you, tense, defensive. I, and a lot of that was just because I, I, my brain is in such a spaghetti that I, I don't want to speak to another human being so my response was to do whatever i could to get them away from me and that's normally just to be a fucking dick you know and that's hey you know what i'm just gonna send the good vibes out and apologize apologize to everybody that i've unnecessarily been a dick to because (laughs) it wasn't my goddamn fault but yeah dude i feel good and and you know a lot of a lot of me feeling good is the combination of everybody else around me that I give a shit about feeling good too. Yeah. You know, obviously the last two years we've all been through some shit. You've been through your stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I can tell at least, and, and, and I'm only saying this because, you know, it, it, it would be wrong if I didn't say it, but you know, anybody that's walking by right now, if they look at you, there's no way that they couldn't tell that you're happy. You know, it looks like you feel good. It looks like you're 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 mentally you're in a good place. You know, obviously I don't know 100% what's going on on the inside, but we're all good here. That's see, and that's here. that's great to hear because the only thing the only thing going wrong. So 2020 was not the best year for me, and not externally but internally i mean you applied for that robotic leg they (laughs) denied you again they denied me again they denied you again so that was tough on you so i had to fall back on on getting joe's legs again joe's legs they still have not fallen off well and you don't want those either that's not a good foundation no (laughs) no uh with all the uh everything that happened in 2020 uh pandemic political unrest societal yeah, we, unrest I, I i didn't even bring that up on per on you purpose know, because don't even get me going down the rabbit hole how no. much stupid shit did i say in the past oh yeah uh we a all, lot of it we all have and you know it became very apparent just how uh how far apart on the spectrum uh my wife and i are we're as far as political beliefs yes which and that's tough and societal beliefs yeah and uh and on the pan- pandemic beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, which you're obviously a Trumper and a, a <laughs> pandemic denier. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, um, uh, no, uh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> so, and that's, that's continued on even past our, our other problems that we went through mm-hmm. and, uh, which luckily all of those problems are done in, in the past. However, <laughs> However, all the pandemic you do stuff. still have a Farva mustache. I do. And the pandemic is still happening. Raging. Raging. It is. It is. Uh, we're heating up again. Yeah. Here in uh, season she's, two of the pandemic. She's not anti-vax. Mm-hmm. However, she is on the fence about this vaccine because it was rushed. And I'll tell you right now, my wife and I don't have it and we're yeah. not getting it. Okay. That's if, your choice. The that's mom- that's the, absolutely your the choice. The moment it becomes FDA approved, I'll get it. And that's what she said. She's like, I don't trust it. It's not FDA approved. But, I, 
I'm not saying that I necessarily trust the FDA either. Oh, absolutely. I don't but, either because we've watched documentaries right. on the uh, FDA approval process. And it's like, wow, that that's what you're waiting on. You, you've you seen what how they do it, and that's what you're waiting on. Um, but, you know. It that, is what it is. That stamp is, that's my assurance. That's my insurance. If it's FDA approved and I get fucked up, then at least my kids are going to get some compensation. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not, and, and, and there, there's a lot of groups and organizations that I support that here lately have been especially vocal and, 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 and don't misunderstand me. That's their right. And that's their prerogative. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not shitting on them for it, but you know, it's, they've been very vocal that, you know, if you don't get the vaccine, you're a moron. I, I don't think that's necessarily fair. A lot of it is, is, um, you know, the, the Uber vegans that have been persecuted for the last 15 years about not about how anti-vax they have been. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it is them trying to redirect mm-hmm. some of that negative. You know, I'm just going to tonight. It's all about vibes. So it's right. like they're trying to redirect those negative vibes to the people that are. You know, and Skylar and I have said from the beginning, we're not anti-vaccine. We're not no. anti-this vaccine. It's just, you know, I think, again, the pandemic taught us a lot of good things. Like, hey, motherfuckers, if you start washing your hands. I know, have it's you, crazy. Uh, Blaine, I'm talking to you too. I if you motherfuckers been. start washing your I, hands. I did. I won't get sick because of your fucking dick germs. I did. You know, the- you know it, it, what's been really crazy is like the people on the right, the, the deniers are like, mm-hmm. you know, what happened to the flu? It's like, I don't know. Maybe everybody started wearing masks and yeah. washing their hands and, you know, checking themselves. Well, and and, and suddenly <laughs> it's like this thing, this thing that, I mean, the masks are already overkill for the flu. Right. So it's like, of course you didn't get the flu because we've all been wearing masks. Right. Well, and, and, you know, staying away from each other uh, again. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to continue being the guy, uh, that's like blocking traffic on the interstate to tell you about our Lord and savior, social distancing. (laughs) Like, I'm, I'm sorry, capitalist ideals that it's going to hurt a lot of you because you can't put 60,000 people in a space that's only meant for 30,000 people. But I fucking like social distancing, (laughs) dude. It's nice. Yeah. It, 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 um, Let's not forget about all the Epstein stuff. Human trafficking is still a problem. That in itself, if you're a person like me that's a little bit paranoid and is always thinking about that kind of stuff, that puts my mind at ease a little bit that there's not 450 more people that I have to worry about trying to take my kid. Yeah. You know, I still got to worry about the people, but, you know, now there's a little bit less people and I don't have to worry about my kids sprinting off into crowds of people and getting taken. And, you know, there, there's, again, there's a lot of hidden benefits that we don't want to talk about just because mm-hmm. everybody wants the pandemic to be over. We all do. I want it to be over. We all do. So bad. I'm so tired of wearing a mask at work. But again. We're probably gonna have to start wearing a mask again. I know. But, you know, I, it, I was going to get the vaccine to stop wearing a mask at work. Well, if I'm going to have to wear one anyway, then I'm still not going to get one. Yeah. You know, but I haven't been sick since 2019. All I have had, you know, you can hear it a little bit right now. My voice is a little scratchy. All that is is allergies. Yeah. I've had, I've had some runny noses. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home and I'm going to take my allergy medicine and then I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to feel fucking great again. So it's like, dude, 
I haven't been sick for two years. It's been nice. Dude, it's fucking great, man. And I mean, I I was never someone who got sick that often, but like once I would get like once some kind of some kind of bug once a year. Yeah. Or I, the, or just a regular ass cold here and there. Fall or normally like summer and like late fall. I would get one a season and then mm-hmm. or you know, one each of the seasons. But it's like I don't have to worry about it. I'm washing my hands. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, we got to hoard hand sanitizer. <laughs> and I'm going to let you know right now, I haven't used hand sanitizer once. I mean, I've, I ha- I've been, I've washed my hands. I have maybe like two or three times. I haven't used hand sanitizer. Occasionally, but it's like, just wash your fucking hands. The only time. Wash I've, your ass too. <laughs> literally the you only time. stink. <laughs> the only time I've used hand sanitizer is when someone has specifically said, hey. Masturbation. You need, you need to use hand sanitizer. <laughs> um, switching gears real quick. Uh, to masturbation? Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Um, you, you you said something about uh, wanting to talk about what happened the other day here. Are we going to talk about that, or are we just going to... Oh, I was just going to talk to you personally about it. Oh, okay. But... We don't need... I mean, we don't need to talk about it. My wife got in a dumb wreck that didn't damage the vehicle, just damaged the tires. Okay. I had to leave work and drive an hour to Indianapolis and then wait three hours for a tow truck Oof. and then spend $730 on tires. Damn. So I was angry. I'm not angry about it anymore, but I was. I can tell you're not I was angry a, now. I was really angry. I can tell you were because you left our group chat for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. That that more has been a just. I've been so busy this week that I don't. I I can't. I've had I, I've had the group chat muted since March, and it's been nice. It has been nice. Yep. We need to we need to hit pause on a lot of stuff, and we need to sit down and chat and talk about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get there here soon, positively. This isn't a negative conversation. No. I no. just think. So switching gears again. Oh God. Venom 2. Dude. That trailer. It's got the zest. Hi, Chris. Chris Kerrigan. Oh, that's that's Chris. <laughs> that's Chris. He uh he's a puddle on the stairs right now because of that noise. If you haven't listened to Rank 'em All, we're going through BT Bam. That's between the buried and me. Dude, I'm vibing it. I love um, it. That was a that was a really fun listen through of that discography. I had mm-hmm. never done it before besides literally one album. And so it was, a, it was a lot of fun to go through that. And mm-hmm. uh, myself and Chris are on that podcast. And uh, uh, I highly encourage you to go check out Rank Em All. Well, it was really cool for me because, um, you know, I commented on the, the, uh, the live stream video or whatever you want to call it that popped up on Facebook. Um, oh, the colors one? The colors one to, to talk about some of my opinions of the album. Uh, Cause I've kind of been like a closet between the buried and me fan for a long time. I had no idea when it, when you popped up on there, I was like, cool. That's cool. Yeah. I just, I haven't been like super about it because it's not, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, okay, I'm in my vehicle and it's just me and I'm in the mood and you know, I'm jamming. Cause a lot of times that was like a T-Rex getting like a colonoscopy, <laughs> like without anesthesia or you know, yeah. If you can hear that, that's a that's a pinball machine where they were surrounded by pinball machines it's actually down, down a, here at the north end. It's a pub. white ape from the Congo. You know that movie and that book. Anyways, yes. uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> no, I'm good. But uh, I'm good, man. 
Um, oh, colors. Colors. So, yeah. So, between the Buried Me, I've kind of been like a closet fan for a long time. Um, I didn't get into them. 2010, 11, like yeah. right around the time that Nick and I graduated high school. It was like, okay, I see you. It was 2010 for me, late 2010. I, I, I see what you're about, you know. Uh, Parallax 1 was mm-hmm. about to come out. Yep. And then Parallax 2 was about to come out. Yep. Uh, Parallax 2 is the only album I'd ever listened to them. Really? Uh, up until now. Color, I mean, uh, of their total discography, I said it on Facebook, Colors is my favorite album. It, it's mine now. <laughs> and and we don't we don't have to go super down that rabbit hole, but what was really cool is you guys just happened to, I happened to see that live stream like right when Andy and I were doing something and he heard like a little snippet of it and he's like, hey, what, what's that? <laughs> and I was like, uh, it's Between the Buried Me and he's like, oh. What song? And he, um, track three. What's that one? It's full track bo- three. Uh, is uh, um, so. I'll tell you. I'm having a. I'm having a stroke. I've had beers and I'm really stoned too. So, um, I got it. I'd informal be, gluttony. Informal gluttony. Yeah, that intro came on, and that's what I was the at, the tribal. Yeah, and that's what I had had brought up on the Facebook chat and Andy's like, what the hell is that? And so we started listening to it and now he's a, he's a fan. So that was really cool that like, I went from being like closet fan to being like, Hey man, check out this band. I've been, I've been trying to uh, slowly introduce colors into like just different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll usually start with prequel to the sequel. Cause that, that beginning guitar part is just great. Yeah. Uh, then I'll move to white walls. <laughs> White Walls is just insane. But Venom 2, Let yeah, There Be yeah, Carnage. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. That, dude, let's talk about uh, all of it, but um, I'll talk about what I don't care for. What's that? Uh, so through the first couple, or through the last couple trailers, I should say, I guess, I'm getting like a lot different vibe from... Venom, the actual symbiote itself. And I obviously that's intentional. And I don't know if I'm a hundred percent about it. That's my only I talked gripe. to Brandon about it. He said they're really going for like like uh let's see, what was the what was the Venom game? There there was like a Venom game in the nineties or some shit. I don't know. Maybe Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking stupid. Uh but he's like, Yeah, it's it he he is a little out there and kind of comic relief at times and mm-hmm. you know. And I think Which that's he was for sure for. in the first oh, in the yeah. first film too. Yeah, but, um, you know the voice is a little bit different. It is. It's a little bit more over the top this time, and then maybe that's just because there's more dialogue. I think maybe we're being more yeah, aware yeah, they, of they've it. They've gotten to know each other better. Yeah. And he's more open. open. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely enjoyed the the bit where they're in the church, and he's like, "That's a red one. That's a red one." <laughs> <laughs> It's a red one. It's and like, then he, I will he, let you eat everyone. It's like, yeah, promise. I promise. Okay. Yeah. That was, that, that, that was a cool scene. Um, I, I definitely, I'm definitely ready to learn more about carnage because I've waited to learn more about venom and carnage through this, these movies. And then we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Cause obviously, you know, we've seen somewhat what the origin is, but you know, we'll see, how true to it they actually do because 
in the comics, Carnage is the child of Venom, Venom basically. Yes. Yeah, it's a part of the symbiote that split off, and, and which is kind of what they're doing here because because right. uh, you see uh, Cletus, Cletus Cassidy, Cassidy bite, him. and so some of that blood gets into his system. Yep, that symbiote infused blood, yep. and now. Which the symbiote's usually typically an external mm-hmm. type thing. It's an external uh, symbiosis. Symbiosis. Please leave. Symbiote. Just leave all your stuff here. I'll I'll put it away. <laughs> uh, so it, it's gonna be really cool to see uh, that internal like he is Carnage. Like Carnage is Cletus. Cletus is Carnage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's gonna be really cool. Well, especially in the first film, you know, there was a lot of the moments where you kind of saw Venom as like that, like floating head, uh-huh. you know, kind of like uh, uh, Ghastly from Pokemon. You yeah, know, that's kind of what it made me feel. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really like that they did away with the uh, uber cheesy uh, Woody Harrelson hair. From the first film, I didn't like that at all. I did. It didn't. It didn't fit it, Woody Harrelson. It, I mean. It, 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 it's true to Cletus, but it's not Woody the, Harrelson. But there's also versions of where he's got really short hair, yeah. and you know. But anyway, uh, yeah, his hair in the first film kind of made me uncomfortable. It was Same. like, hey man, come into my basement. It looked like no. fucking carrot top. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but you know, obviously, you and I liked the first film a lot. Yeah. Uh, the only person I know that didn't like it was Nate. Nate. Yeah. So um, so much that we went on a four-hour podcast. Four-hour podcast. Uh, God, look how far we've come. Oh, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I, I think it's going to be really cool. I, I, I'm still a big Tom Hardy fan. So, um, you know, I got, I gained a lot of respect for him in the first movie mm-hmm. when I realized that he was the one doing the voice. You know, it's like, hey, man, you got this role. Congratulations. It's like, hey, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that feels good. And it's like, oh, hey, now destroy your vocal cords. Uh for moderately more money, I'm sure. And <laughs> yeah. um, no one, everyone's going to think you're dumb for doing it. But in reality, it's really cool. Because, I mean, was it like, hey, we'll pay you more money if you do this? Or was it like, hey, what if I did the voice myself? Right. You know, it, it's like, it feels more personal. It feels like he's more involved in the character. Especially when he's responding to himself. Mm-hmm. He's responding Which to Which obviously takes a lot of talent. Yeah, I mean, he had an earpiece, I guess, and he would he would respond to the lines. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. That's really neat. Yeah, uh, I'm very excited for it, and I'm sure you are too, being the resident Venom expert. Well, it's just you're a huge fan. I, I am. You're it's, a huge fan. It, it's one of those that it's like again, Skylar, Skylar and I have we've been staying up really late at night, like like teenagers, and just like hanging out. Yeah, every night, which is obviously awful for my sleep schedule, and I'm like a piece of shit when I get to work. But it's like. <laughs> You I've know, become that piece of shit as well. So. Dude, it's it's like it's fun. You know, mm-hmm. we like we get the munchies and eat snacks and and talk about dumb shit. And it's like, you know, like what's your favorite animal? And then we have like dumb conversations like that. But we were talking about how when we saw the first Venom film, it was like okay. You know, because obviously the four of us went and saw it together. Yeah. So it's a, a group experience. We're all vibing it. We're all liking it. And then I feel like towards the end of that movie, when it becomes like the big climax in the third act, mm-hmm. all of us kind of like, eh. You know, a little bit. Just because the riot yeah. fight was so, it was so like um, underwhelming. Yeah. Um, 
just because I, I, I think it wasn't necessarily what we expected. Um, I mean, Venom himself was a little underwhelming a lot, for, for sure, me. For sure. In terms of the character, not the action and all that. Like, he was every bit Venom for me in that department. But, yeah. like, the actual, like, persona of Venom, uh, how he portrayed himself, like, oh, I'm not even, like, the be- the top of the line symbiote. I'm, it's definitely different than anything we've loser. seen before. He said it. I'm a loser. Right. And I'm like... That's not Venom to me. Venom right. to me is like the super hulking badass that doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's just like, I'm here to destroy you. Right. Uh, or just be a badass and save the day, but well, not and, so and, heroically. And, and again, <laughs> it's one thing that I think, after, especially now that it's been a couple of years since it came out, because of all the extra time that we had last year, it gave me a good opportunity to appreciate the movie for her more and the character, because you got to think it's like, how are we going to introduce this character in a way that we can make more money down the road? Obviously you got to acknowledge that right out of the gate. So you be a little bit more subtle up front, but how do we add depth to a character that is one guy talking to himself for two and a half hours multiple movies how do we do that well you you scale the character back you change you change this you change that and i really like i actually end up liking what they did with the character making them kind of seem more wimpy more of a loser because that that makes them fit too because eddie's a loser right venom's a loser well and and that, that that brings up a good point too in what media have you ever seen Eddie Brock as a loser? He's always been like the super super hot shot, big jock. And now you see this iteration of the character and it's like, okay, let's add some depth where there necessarily wasn't some before. And, you know, I'm not going to complain about that. No, I have no complaints about any of that. Uh, Again, Tom Hardy knocked it out of the park Mm -hmm. in terms of that iteration of it. Like I, again, I don't know. I don't know too much about the comic version. I don't, I don't, I barely remember the Spider-Man animated series version. Which that, that was a really, that's part of where some of the cartoonish stuff came from. Because it was a kid's cartoon. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think we all are. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to try to go see it together again. Oh, for sure. Uh, I think as far as kind of where this movie you know, obviously we haven't seen it. We don't necessarily 100% know the plot. We know bits and pieces. We have some ideas. There's a lot of, and you and I have talked about it in the past. Nate and Brandon and I have talked about it in the past. There's a lot of different directions that the middle act of this potential trilogy, maybe more movies, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, there's there's a lot of different ways that they can take it. But they have to nail this one out of the park. Or, you know, it's you're basically two in, two out, and then you're done. And yeah, and, and and it'd be a shame to see Tom Hardy invest in the character that way. You know, have two successful films and then not get anything more out of it in the yeah. end. So I'm hoping that that's not the direction that they go. What? I'm for sure gonna see it. Yeah, what I am thinking, and you know, this is gonna crush some dreams. I think. But- okay. I really don't think we're going to see black suit Spider-Man. I'm, I'm okay with that. I am too. Uh, I mean, just the direction that they're going with the Spider-Man character in the MCU. I just, I don't see it happening. Well, and who's to say truth. If, if, if they keep, 
giving Tom Holland money, he has a lot of investment and he has a lot of incentive to keep putting that costume on. Um, he's got a lot of years left to put it right, on. Right, especially because he's a young guy. So, you know, five five years down the road, maybe three years down the road. Let's see where this phase in the MCU takes yeah, us. Yeah. But five years down the road, who's to say that we don't, th- there, there's been enough rumors and set up and talks about secret wars, battle planet, you know, they could potentially be setting up basically what we saw in the animated series and, you know, do what you want with that. But again, I don't necessarily need Black Suit Spider-Man. Spider-Man is an interesting enough character on his own. He is. And, you know, We've we don't got, need to follow all of the canon nope. from the past. But and, and then we have to appreciate, too, like, look at what Enter the Spider-Verse did. You know, we've got a lot of really interesting characters there that necessarily were only niche and and, and, and only getting love by diehard fans. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has their favorite Spider-Man. And Miles Morales Spider-Man has done a lot for people to be included that necessarily weren't included before. Yeah. You know, not everybody's a <clears throat> suburban white Spider-Man, and that's okay. Yeah. And that's great. Um but like I said, everybody has their favorite Spider-Man. Spider-Man Noir is really cool. My favorite is Ben Park, or uh, I'm sorry, Ben Riley Spider-Man, the Scarlet Spider. Spider-Man 2099 is really cool. Yeah. There's, um, do you remember the Spider-Man Unlimited yeah. TV show where it was he went to a different planet? See that version of Spider-Man. And Carnage and Venom followed him. Yeah, it, yeah. That, that was really really cool. So that was that planet of furries, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody was a. Uh, um, just, God, just it was to like, really dumb down it, the description. They were furries. Yeah, it was an animal, <laughs> but I don't remember. They were like a hybrid animal. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't remember. They were the humanoid t- animal, animal, it, animals. I, I don't think it was humanimal, but it was something like that. Yeah, they were furries. But uh, yeah, <laughs> dirty, nasty, despicable furries. But uh, <laughs> Camerons. You know, S- Spider-Man um, Far From Home was so good. It was so fucking good mm-hmm. that... You know, again, you and I talked a lot about um, Jake Gyllenhaal, man, as Mysterio. Like, how incredible was that? Now you have um, Robert Downey Jr. leaving the MCU, potentially making cameos here and there in the future. I don't think he is. Well, you know, there's been a lot of rumors back and forth the I last six is. months. I mean, he's not in What If. I, I don't I don't need Robert Downey Jr., Let's continue to let these characters be interesting on Absolutely. their own. Absolutely. You know, I don't need to see Tom Holland be Iron Spider every five minutes. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it multiple times now. I don't need to see it anymore. Let's let him continue to be his own version of Spider-Man instead of, obviously, I'm all about fan service. I love nostalgia. We love that yeah. shit. And we're more than likely going to get that in No Way Home. Absolutely. I mean, uh, all of the rumors surrounding Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, uh, what's his name, Alfred Molina, uh, then, um, God, crazy guy. Uh, Are you like, talking about the guy that plays Willem Green Goblin? Defoe. Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yeah. Crazy Willem Dafoe. I hope we're getting. The, I hope we get Power Ranger Green Goblin. Okay, <laughs> Power Ranger Green Goblin is probably my favorite version awesome. of Green Goblin. Let's just talk about that yeah. real quick. Um, Power Ranger Green Goblin and Hobgoblin from the animated series, two best versions of those characters ever. Let's just not argue that. Yeah. Uh, Willem DeVoe, or Willem Dafoe, pardon me, is a fucking psychopath. Yes. And I love it. So one of my favorite gifts is that one where he's in the back of the car and he's just like, <laughs> like where yeah. he, he just turns, faces the camera, and just 
his and, eyes get real big. And yeah, but it, it's just like that sudden that sudden movement of like. Okay, so here's here's what I need. <laughs> here's what I need from anybody that listens to this show, and us specifically. So you know how the real cannibal Shia LaBeouf became a thing? Like, <laughs> the cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf is a cannibal. He's out here eating people, okay? Yeah. I want to create a similar thing, but it's Willem Dafoe. Yeah, but that's like, also super believable. Right. So Shia LaBeouf was out of left field being a cannibal. Well, well no one understood see, that. But that's why he's a successful cannibal. It's like, hey, man, how are you coming to the barbecue today? Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing Billy and Jim and, and Bob, too. And at the end of the afternoon... Billy and Jim and Bob, they're all hot dog. Bam. Cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Even Stevens your way right into a hot dog. Jesus. <laughs> how did we get here? <laughs> get we, how did we hear? Stop. Just stop. <laughs> um, Shia LaBeouf hot dog. Another thing I want to get your take on. Leaving- Shia LaBeouf hot dogs? Leaving the Venom Spider-Man talk. Uh, Halo Infinite. I'm zested. I am too. I got the big zest. I hope the open world stuff is really cool. Did you check out any of the multiplayer stuff from last weekend? Um, I watched a little bit of it. I haven't had time to really like sit down. It's in my watch later playlist on YouTube. Um, GameSpot and IGN both did big write-ups on it. Last last weekend was nothing but uh, bots. Like multiplayer, you, you you played on with humans and then you played bots. Mm-hmm. And damn, it, those bots are like real people. Especially once you get to the Spartan level bots, That's they cool. are like real people. They they act like real players. Uh, they'll throw grenades like you like you would throw a grenade into a room just out of the blue. Right. Like it's crazy. And the customization's awesome. Uh, the gear. That you don't have you don't have a, uh, armor abilities like in the past. You have to find you have to go out on the map and find that. Yep. It's like cool. It's classic Halo. I just want armor lock back. Nah, I never got into that. That was my that was, favorite. That was one. Reach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never got into armor lock. Yeah, that was my favorite one. I didn't like it because it made you a sitting duck. That also made it really easy to kill people. It's like, oh, you're trying to hurt me. Ha ha! <laughs> now you cannot. I was I was always a sprint guy, and they changed sprint. Uh, people are complaining that sprint's not that much faster than just regular walking, which it's not supposed to be. Uh, a lot of people complained in the past that I mean, sprint was my sprinting is considerably faster than my regular walking. So <laughs> I would hope that a, a Spartan's sprint is faster than their regular walk. Well, I guess sprint now is just mainly to set up for a slide, like an evasive slide. Uh, and other than that, but the, the, the big thing that they changed was, uh, in the past sprint, you couldn't, you couldn't just break out of it and immediately start shooting or right. melee or anything like that. Now it's instant. Like they, there's no, an, it doesn't break you into an well, animation. Normally when I run, I don't have to stop what I'm doing. I don't have to run until exhaustion to stop. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they congratulations, 343. You they fucking did it, it bud. Yeah. You no, did it. The multiplayer hey, the multiplayer hey. looks like classic Halo. Hey, hats off. Mullet's out to you, 343. You fucking did it, bud. <laughs> you learned how to stop. No, the, the multiplayer looks like aggressive. classic Halo multiplayer. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. It's got the zest. It's got the spice. I'm excited because I don't have to buy a whole console for it's it. Extra I, can, crisp. I can just play it on my PC. 
I mean, in defense, you could always have done that. Not before. Not before, because it would take forever for them to come out on PC. Be better. They should be. No, you should. No. Have a better console. I did. I, uh, I always got X. I, every new Halo, I got a new Xbox. Okay. What you got now, bud? I, got, I don't have an Xbox. I got a PC, and it's coming out for PC, and I got Game Pass. Right. So, so what happens when you try and buy PC parts? You can't get them because of the pandemic. I don't need PC parts. Well, what if the Halo Infinite update makes it so your shit sucks? Well, then that sucks. Then you can't get parts. Then I'll play on some low settings. Yeah. (laughs) Extra low. Oh, yeah. 8-bit. Shit. What the fuck am I playing? Marathon? (laughs) It's uh, Frogger Extreme. Shit. Battletoads. It looks so good. Uh, I'm very excited for more uh, campaign reveal. How did you feel about Cortana 2.0? Oh, the weapon. Made me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. And it has nothing to do with the fact that she's wearing clothes. Like, she just looks weird. I mean, I don't like that, too. Um, let's just be honest. I'm just going to well, be perv dad for a minute. Let's, a- let's ask you this real quick. Anime haircut. What is your favorite Cortana iteration? Which game? Probably Halo 4. Yes. Halo 4. The most anatomically correct Cortana, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the hottest. The hottest. Yes. Halo 4. I hated Halo 3, just in general. Sorry. Blast of the table with a chair. Um, Halo 3 is hot garbage. I'm just going to tell you that. Uh, Reach is the best Halo game. And ODST is real cool, too. And 4 is good. And Infinite's going to be sick nasty. 5 should be thrown in the trash. It really should. You know, I, I didn't mind 5 in terms of, like, the campaign. I just wish they wouldn't have uh, blindsided us with... Um, all the all the advertisement with it, like what a bait and switch or red herring, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they they totally just did the opposite of what the campaign actually was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they misled us. They lied to us. Yep. And uh, but the story ended up being pretty good. The guy who plays uh, John Locke or Spartan Locke, awesome guy, awesome actor. I liked that Buck was back. Yes, Buck's a Spartan now. Um, I liked all that stuff. Uh, what I what I hated about that game was the multiplayer. The multiplayer was just horrendous. I didn't even play the multiplayer. You, you, could, the, it, it, you could buy shit. You could you. It was uh, yeah. Microtransactions. Microtransactions, and you could buy packs of cards, and those cards were how you unlocked armor parts, uh, weapon colors, or weapon skins, weapons themselves for for loadouts, uh, supply drops. It was dumb. It was super dumb. Yep. You could get lucky and get like a Spartan laser like right off the bat or a fuel rod cannon. And then you, you would have to get, you would use that and then you'd have to get it in a card again. You, so you either got cards through winning matches or you paid for them. And that was just dumb. That's and, lame. And just the, the Slayer itself just was not fun because of that. Yep. I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Well, the story sucked, too. Yeah, it wasn't the best. The gameplay sucked, too. Like... I didn't mind the gameplay. Fighting the... the I mean, pro- just fighting everything sucked. The Prometheans were not fun. The Prometheans pro- in 4 were cool. Yeah. Prometheans in 5 sucked. Yeah. Sucked big donkey dicks. Yeah. And uh, then the Covenant was real weird in 5. They were. Made me uncomfortable. Seeing the Arbiter made me uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, the, the Elite redesign 
from yeah. Halo 4 was just, no, nah, I'm not, not into not it. Not a fan, yeah. Um, but I, I did like the aim down the scope. I liked the thrusters. I liked... I didn't like the um, the random, like, overpowered weapons, like the special weapons, the unique weapons. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that because I never wanted to... I would get one and be like, oh, I got to save the ammo. <laughs> Can't use it. Yep. That I never used it. And I also hated how you never had any ammo. Yeah. Just all too. the time. It's like, that oh, too. I picked up a gun. I don't have the ammo now. Guess I'll find something else to use. It's like, let me play with the shit that I want to play with. Right. Right. So. Wow. Well, but I'm jazzed. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. Well, dude, is there anything else you want to talk about before we head out of here? Or we're going to just close it right here. Uh, we're, we're sitting at a healthy hour and eight minutes right now. I mean... Don't wear pit vipers. Uh, <laughs> don't don't listen to this, Nick Maxson. I'm just kidding. Um, you know, side effects may vary. Uh, you might get pregnant. You don't know. <laughs> With pit vipers. What if you're a man? Uh, you still might get pregnant. Might happen. It's true. It's true. Mullets and pit vipers. <laughs> Watch out. All right. Thank you so much, Tyler, for uh, coming here and hanging out. And it's good to come back <laughs> and be my first guest on this episode back. You know, yeah, it it's, feels it's, good. It's good to have you back. I'm hoping we can do this more often. We didn't even talk about my hiatus. <laughs> Kachin, dodge that bullet again. Jesus. Um, but until then, uh, thank you guys for listening. And you know, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Podbean and iTunes and Spotify. Check out the Journey into Comics Network. They're doing stuff here and there right now. Not much. We're all kind of just laying low right now. We're tired. We're, we're tired. We're tired. Everybody's busy. We're all out of money. Uh, the only thing really going right now is Rank Em All. You Which know? is really cool. Uh, Rank Em All is great. You can check that out on all of the podcasting platforms, including YouTube and Facebook, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. It's, it's everywhere. Check out Rank Em All. Uh, and you can find all of Rank'em All at rank'emall.rocks. Oh, shit. We, we actually got that as the URL. Dot rocks, bro. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, until next time, though, I've been Dick. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. I've been T.Y. And please make every day a big dick day. Yo. Bye, guys. <laughs>